if one of my non me pieces dies, I'm gonna be crying at that fucking funeral. Not doing that. And I would love for my girl to support me through this. You gonna be front row? We not. No, whoa, whoa. I was a non me piece. I know my place. Somebody that you was just back of the church. You was just smashing every now and again. No, you're not going to that. Nah, what if that's a five? Nah, but you could go to to your shorties. Yeah, that's a fact. I love her. <laughs> no worries, Mouse. Good morning, good afternoon, or good night, depending on when and where you are in the world. And when you're listening to us, uh, welcome to mm-hmm. a new episode of the new Rory and Maul podcast. I am Maul. I'm Damaris. And we are back. Had a couple days off. How you feeling, man? I feel good. Speaking of good night, good morning, good evening, and all that stuff, um, I follow a girl that's in Iceland right now, and the sun goes down at 11 p.m. currently, and I think comes back up at 3 a.m. Uh-huh. Yikes. Just judging by how like certain nights are kind of determined by what time the sun goes down and how that moves with your life, it might get fucking nuts in Iceland. At night? Uh, well, oh, the day. In the day, in the day, <laughs> in the day night? <laughs> it's just day sex all the time. I don't know if I could live somewhere like that for an extended period of time. Like, I, it can't be dark for too many hours. Uh, I'm kind of the opposite. It can't be light for too many hours. Well, the yeah. summertime, I don't even particularly love because it, the sun goes down at fucking 9 p.m. Well, the sun is your enemy. That is very it's true. Not good yeah. for your skin. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, I don't know. I just, I need to see sunlight for a few hours. I, need, I don't have to be out in it. I need to see it. I need to see it coming through the windows. I just need to see it. If it's dark all day, you don't have the motivation. Like if it's gloomy, raining all day, you don't want to go outside. Just stay home. I mean, I've, I've dabbled in the, uh, the club girl vibe before mm-hmm. i just wonder what that would be like in a place where the sun is always out like is is there any laws of course i feel <laughs> i feel mean? like it would be a, you think all the laws go out the window when the sun is yes out all day? i think there has a lot to do with laws based on the sun going up and down okay well yeah, i, I, I really mean, think society is built off the sun going up and down i don't think time is a real thing i think the sun is a real thing the sun is a real thing and that's so, how we keep time yeah and how their structure and even delusion. Like, have you ever stayed up all night and just kind of got, not delusional the next day, but you're kind of out of whack because... Yes. Oh, no, it's the same effect. Well, the sun is rising, you ain't slept. Like, I could only imagine what the fuck that would be like if you're not on vacation. I'm sure they're used to it, though. Oh, not on vacation. Oh. Yeah, you have the same uh, effect if you don't get any sleep. It's the same effect of, as you being drunk on your body. It's what was the last same time you guys pulled an all-nighter? Um, last, I don't know, Monday? Oh. <laughs> out of stress? I, I mean, I do that only when I'm traveling... To the West Coast, like I'll stay up all night and just go straight to the airport so I can yeah, sleep, though, sleep the entire flight. But um, they must make a killing in blackout curtains over there. Oh, for sure, that's probably corner of the market. That's probably law. You have yeah. to have blackout curtains. You have to have, um, I guess a heater or something in your house, like because well, isn't Iceland warm? Because I watched the Mighty Ducks, and I'm only going off that. Iceland gets warm. I feel yeah. like Greenland is, yeah, Greenland is, is ice cold, one. Greenland and then is Iceland, Iceland is, is 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 normal is green. But we have to know. really. Get into. I know we're tearing down the statues of all the people that like own slaves and shit in America, which I'm and I all the way totally for. wrong about that. But. but all the people that named these places, like, were they just trying to be ironic and sarcastic? Like, oh, no, I don't maybe. think I should be able to name a country because I'm an asshole. Well, a lot of no. it, so a lot of it has to do with the earth is changing because we fucked it up, fucked up the earth's core so much. So places yeah, that it might have been be ice, a lot ice, of ice before. The ice has melted. Like, you may know, have been covered like by ice. you guys are not going to get me back into a TikTok. Uh, mm-hmm. viral moment right. about the dinosaurs mm. because they're about to be like Iceland was ice <laughs> and then Iceland did this and then green yeah you're not no, gonna get video. me 
looking stupid on TikTok for, Bro, you're always for going three viral weeks for something. <laughs> did you, you see that on TikTok? Are you viral, Poppy? Dinosaurs. Yeah, they made fun of Rory. For- I actually, whoever did that, I don't know the gentleman's name. I wish I could. I have not been. I've he was been hilarious. I thought that was fucking great. I, I love a good joke. And they took me saying on this podcast, uh, when the asteroid hit, why did like all the bones stay? Mm-hmm. And this gentleman he with a very sarcastic, yeah, but in a very condescending, like oh, the way I would like tell a, a joke. Oh, yeah, it was fucking amazing. Right okay. there. He made you Third like a one. piece of shit. Got it. Oh, he was hilarious. What's this guy's name? I want to give him credit. Uh, this is Rocky Retrograde. Yeah. Rocky Retrograde. Shout out to Rocky Retrograde. This was hilarious. Asteroid that killed all the dinosaurs, mm. yet their bones stayed. It's just nothing. Big rock fly into planet. Big rock. Big rock hit planet in one part. Big boom. Fire not go all around planet. Fire stay. Crater big. Fire hurt dinosaur. Dinosaur die. He's making fun of how stupid I am and oh, so thinking he, that the. So he wants to talk like a Neanderthal? Were... Like that's like his Neanderthal accent? Yes. Well, you know, this is just why I hate Democrats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am Them a Republican. They're global warming and their fossil fuels. Ah, uh, we never got into the conspiracy. What fossil fuels, fossils, dinosaurs, fuel. Uh, never mind. It's cool. Ooh, nah, it's cool. I don't want to get into it. Pen is crazy. Nah, it's, 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 I'm, I see what he's doing. Yeah, he, oh, you're gonna have another one for you tomorrow behind this one. I like, thought, oh, I didn't break it down for you enough. Okay, it, it lagged a lot, so you missed a lot of the good comedic timing. It was very funny. No, I like, I like, it, the it did fact a lot that, of the numbers. First of all, yeah, that's yeah, it has 1.8 million likes. First of all, <laughs> about my stupidity, yeah, <laughs> 1.8 million people think you're my stupid, mother's bro. so proud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I like the fact that he did that just to kind of break it down in the Rocky you know, to where I, you can understand, like. Dinosaur don't die because dinosaur don't die from rock explosion. And you know what? How are you making a you Chinese what, accent, Maul? What the fuck? That's what he was doing. He did a Neanderthal. He sound like he sound like the guy from Norbit that, that might owned said, the fucking orphan. He might as well said more duck sauce or soy sauce. Is yeah. what wow. you're saying? That's wow. all. That's all. Wow. That's the only thing he didn't say. Uh, but yeah, I like I like that. I I appreciate that because you know he, he did help you out, and now you understand that. Well, you know what made me feel worse about the entire thing? Outside of uh, I don't give a fuck. I actually thought it was hilarious, but the fact that I fully understood what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm glad someone cleared that up. But he did it in the most condescending, dumb tone like to that. make me understand I like it. I, I was like, like oh, I get it now. I love I didn't even know tones. about the, the, the cloud. Condescending. They should teach a class on how to speak with a condescending tone. Oh, I could teach that class. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, they, I, they, they should <laughs> absolutely <laughs> teach a class on how to speak One with of my a best condescending students. tone. They need it. <laughs> I think that's necessary. I think that helps you bypass a lot of frivolous conversations uh, speaking of frivolous conversations, we had a lot. I had a lot of frivolous conversations at your uh, single release party Woo! the other night. I was like totally yes, drained. Yes, successful mentally, party that I did not throw, but I uh, threw. mentally drained, uh, physically drained. But um, yeah, they we need a class on condescending tones. We need mm. to know how to speak that fluently because that helps you get out of bullshit conversations. Like, but sometimes when you deliver a message in a condescending tone, the tone is all the person hears and not the message. No, but this is why when you when you take a class, True. you know how to fluctuate your voice different octaves mm-hmm. but still keep the condescending demeanor where the person is like I think this person is being sarcastic like yeah I am Leave do you really think that? absolutely I do see I got Cle- clearly not <laughs> I got it but you saw how I fucked um, him up like yeah no I do I was caught uh, off guard at my it's not a party at uh, the gathering 
I was, I was caught off guard. Because usually, it was usually I go party. into usually I go into places thinking, uh, let me get prepared to get my condescending small talk, mm-hmm. find my exits out of conversations I don't want to have. Like, oh, what you working on? Like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> like you know those combos. Got to prepare yourself. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, yeah. yeah so you no, know, that takes a lot out of me. So I have to prepare myself for it. Mm-hmm. I went in there vulnerable, mm-hmm. like oh. just chilling, thinking I invited friends and family, not realizing they brought all their pluses. Chill. Mm-hmm. Plus six, and. I was not ready. I was cornered. I couldn't get out of the corner. It was- <laughs> <laughs> I got I got verbally jumped. Yeah, it, it almost happened to me, but I was able to maneuver and spin off a little bit. But um, first of all, congratulations on the single coming Ooh, out. Great thank record. You. Thank you. I want you, but you'll never know. Rory, Shelly, FKA Drum, and the lovely Al- Alex Isley. Um, so congrats on that. Uh, some people that in there that I, I didn't see in a while that I was happy to see. One percent of my uh, listenership is uh, non-binary. Cool. Really? Yeah. Okay. They must the be numbers really on good. that. Yeah, I just I looked them up while we were sitting here before we started recording. I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, well, yeah. I want to up that though. Yeah. I feel like the song is uh, non-binary. Rory is a them now. Um. <sighs> I, we could, I could really like have fun with that. No, I know. No, no, that was actually no, really good. Yeah, like I really I, wasn't. I'm no. not going. I'm not going to do it. Uh, no. So there was a lot of people in there that I haven't seen in a while. That it was good to see. Uh, you know, old faces, old friends. Um, that was the goal. Yeah. No, and then was, the old. It was, it was and good. then you, the old faces you, brought new ones. Yeah. <laughs> people you didn't know, right? <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Uh, so I, 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 I ended up sitting next to uh, Scotty and Raven. Okay. Shout out to Scotty and Raven. Uh, at Scotty Beam. At well, I didn't. F F K A Diani. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> and Ravy B. I don't. F F K A Raven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so Raven, we was talking, I, and I she need was a like, name. I need a cool said, name." She said, "I love the fact that Rory thinks that he's really not industry." And I was like, Wait. "What do you mean?" So, no, listen, listen. Yeah. It, no, it gets better. I, it I gets, am yeah. though. No, no, but, but it gets better. So. When I walked in, first of all, I saw Benner and he was like, yo, you know, do you want to introduce the single once we play it at midnight because Rory doesn't want to do it? So I looked at Benner like, um, okay. like." For, and first of all, I don't like that that I'm just finding out about this because I wouldn't want you to do that either. I would yeah, never I, ask that of you. It, no, it, that's what I'm saying. So I was like, sure. I looked around like, um, why doesn't Rory? He's like, Rory doesn't want to do it. I was like, okay. I mean, no, if you my- need somebody to do it, I'll do it. I don't, I don't mind. But that's neither here nor there. So we talked about that. We laughed, whatever. And uh, so I'm talking to Raven and she's like, yo, I love the fact that Rory thinks he's not industry. I was like, he's definitely industry, but he's, he's going to fight it till he can't fight it no more. I'm going to ruin the whole story. So, I'm mad so, industry. So, so, <laughs> so as we're sitting there talking, uh, Lowkey introduced you to introduce the single. Shout out to Lowkey. Shout out to Lowkey. And uh, Rory, <laughs> Rory gets into his bag. He's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to do this. It's a terrible I don't, I don't, I don't want to introduce a song. These are my friends. You guys are my friends. Put I invited all of down. you. This is Put weird. your phone down. Why are you taking pictures of me? I know you guys. I just spoke to you earlier on the phone. I'm like... All truth. No, all truth. <laughs> while it may be I all, thought it was weird. While it may be all true. Fam, I don't ever want to see my friends take their phone out. No, but it's just funny because you go from that to no, no, no to... Well, let me tell you, I really wanted to go with the second song that we're going to put out. Like, <laughs> 
balance. I said, yo. And that went into a whole speech, a whole speech about the record, which was great, which is what you're supposed to do. It's a I great record. I was forced to do it. I tried no. to do it my way and then get into what they were asking. But it was just, we had to it have fun this, because it went yeah. from, oh, as you should no, I don't want to do this to, well, let me tell you, I really wanted to go with the second song that I love personally. <laughs> but this one, you know, we wrote and we did. And I was just like, look at my boy in his bag. Like, he's going to fight that industry shit burning. as long as he can, like, but uh, it's you like, can't fight it. It's like when people like applaud for you, like, oh, please stop. Stop, stop. stop. But then you're like, you keep going. Yeah, yeah, keep going. <laughs> oh, it's like, you win an award and you like, yo, I didn't have anything prepared and pull out a whole fucking yeah, yeah, list yeah. of. I had no <laughs> idea. Like I had no, I was not expecting this at all. Didn't think I would win. But um, it was good to see a room full of people that you respect and that you have a relationship with uh, come out and support you. Uh, enjoy the record. Enjoy the music. But it was why, definitely a good vibe in there. But why it was weird to me is because the people, I'd, uh, there was other people there that were not friends and family. But it was just odd to me. I didn't want... The, it wasn't a listening party, even though it was, I guess, tagged as that. Mm-hmm. It was a, uh, let's come out and kick it. People I don't see a lot. We're getting older in age, not to no, say I know, super old. I know the we we all don't just with? see each other as much. Like, let's just all kick it. And the song is not to be played in like a party. Like, no, go no, listen. No, no. Actually, go listen to it on your you're, way home. You're, you're wrong with that, though. That song can definitely be played in a party. Mm-hmm. That type of party. A small, intimate room like that. Dim lights, candles. It okay. was the right vibe for that record. But it just makes me really uncomfortable. Would to I play sit- that at M2? No. Like, <laughs> I, wouldn't be ban- I wouldn't be blasting that as no. a DJ at M2. But in that- in that, that one off at the tunnel? Yeah, no, no, no. But in that environment, that loungy type of vibe, piano on the stage, absolutely you can get that off in it. I guess I just don't ever want to watch, because I know all my friends have different tastes. Mm-hmm. And I want to celebrate with my friends, even if they don't like the song, I'd be fine with that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be offended by it. Right. I didn't make the record for my friends to like. I made it for people that... You want to create a vibe. That, and the people that I know like that type of shit. Yeah, but at the same I time... I don't want to watch my friends not pretend, but like have to awkwardly sit there while I'm like, hey, listen to my song. Like, no, no, no. no if you want to listen to it, go listen to it. If you don't, vibe, you're still my friend. My friendship is not based off you listening to my record. But here's the thing, there was, there was no reporters industry type of like, oh, we invited the DSPs. No, we invited my friends. Oh, but, here, but, but, but here's the thing. You got to remember. Number one, you have an ear for music that most people would appreciate. Even if they don't play it on their own. Sure. If they're in a, in a spot and it comes on, they're not going to be like, this song is terrible. Oh, yeah, That's I don't, I don't think that. But. Number two, they came out because they knew that you were putting a single out. So, of course, they want to hear the record. They came out because we put 90% open bar of the, the people invitation. in there that I invited have had that record for three months. Which, 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 <laughs> means, which means even more that because they came out. So, it's like, oh, yeah, play the record. I heard it. I like it. I guess. So, it was, it was, it was just fun to watch you, like, not want that spotlight. I didn't. But then as soon as the spotlight came on, oh, you turned into old blue eyes. You turned into Frankie Sinatra. No. You was up there, you was Not up there even. doing your shoe wop, shoe wop. I shoe said, wop, look at my boy wop. Glow. You was up there. You was so comfortable in the room full of vultures. And no, there weren't you know, any vultures in there, but <laughs> Not even close. No, that all came from uh us doing live pods. Yeah. Cause I can just turn that on if I have to. Mm-hmm. Because I just felt awkward. Then everyone started to put their phones out. And I'm yeah. like, well, fuck, now I have to say something. Right. Where everyone stopped at the conversations they were having. The music went off. I was like, all right, well, I guess now I'll say something. And, this, and the second though. record that comes out on the 22nd, I just assumed like that one would have fared better in that room. So I was like, oh, let's listen to this one. No. Instead was, of the one was, that's out now. <laughs> the, the, record was, the record was great. It came across great. It was the right room for it. The right vibe, the right energy, the right people. 
were in the room for that record. You had a lot of uh, savvy music, music, musical savvy people in the room that mm. know good music, that appreciate good music. Um, and I think that it was it came it was it was all all in all it was a great night. I think it was the right amount of people, the right room. Yeah. The right energy. Like, I think that it was a really, really successful night. So congratulations on Thank that. You. I appreciate um, it. Congratulations on the record. The record is dope. But I told you that when you played that shit for me months ago. Um, and yeah, man, um, we need to do some more of that, though. I'm not going to lie. I-, I meant to text you the next day. Like, I ain't going to lie. We might need one of those a month. <laughs> right? Yo, I loved it. The I amount of money time. that that open bar and space cost together. We could do that shit bi-weekly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, that that was a real nice room. Uh, real good energy. And yeah, we need shit like that. Like I don't go out. It was, but it was good. To, I went out only, like I said, to support you. And I knew that we know a lot of mutual people. So some people I haven't seen in a while. I knew they would be there. So and I you know, I wasn't gonna try to do some fucking big ass listening party. Like, no, 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 no. Let's no. do some shit to size the right, my living room and kick right, it. It was the right type of vibe, right type of room. Uh, I ran into Bess in there. Bess scared me a little bit. I was, just, <laughs> you know, that's my guy. I love him, but you know, you don't expect his energy in that type of room. I'm like, Bess, you're scaring the people. I, Yo, let me like, tell y'all about Bess. I walked in. Bess got there before me. Big body, Bess. He's standing outside the venue with like a half a pound of weed in his hand and a Allegedly, yeah, no, very, no, he had it. Weed I saw legal. it. it was yeah, right weed is legal. Yeah, hold it outside the venue. I walked up to him. He hugged me real tight, said I smell good, all that shit. I'm like, best, I, I understand that, but I need you to I need you to put that away. Mind you, all he could smell was his own weed. Yeah. He couldn't even you, smell you. you. Exactly. I said, best, I need yeah. you to put that away. No, we ain't going to bring it in the venue. I He's need like, you oh, to you put smell it away. Good. Oh, sorry, You're that's me standing on like Broadway that. holding a half a pound of weed. I need you to put it Big away. Big Bronx energy. Got to love it. Uh, shout out to my guy, Big Body. <laughs> like, best. Uh, He's a sweetie. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of good people in the room. A lot of good people. I had to have an uh an entertain conversations that you know how you know how I am, Rory. I'm, I think I'm worse than you when it comes to socially awkward shit. I didn't want to have certain conversations, but I had to. For because sure. Because now, now I'm just always like, I don't want to leave here and then it'd be a mention on me on Twitter, like, oh, he's such an asshole. Like <laughs> that's my I'm like, I don't want people to just think I'm an asshole, but I really just you? don't you know what it is? I don't like having I feel like you should feel my energy when I'm like, all right, I'm done with this conversation. I, see, I feel the same way, and I think we're wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I you think should you should feel. take cues of what because I'm gonna make the cues even crazier. Yeah, a company that we fuck with heavily had brought some people there who were very nice people, liked them, but after two minutes, like, how many more? <laughs> Yo, appreciate y'all. Like, thank you everything y'all do. Like, how many more of those after everything you say? And I don't Do want you need. And I don't want it to come across like I'm not appreciative of love and support and good energy. You know, I, I like that. But at the same time, I'm here. I'm here to party. I'm here to. I'm here to just you know I'm, chill, have a good time. I don't want to talk about business. And, oh my god! I don't want to do that. I just want to chill. Let's and just I'm, chill. I'm, I'm aware. Smoke, I'm drink, talk to some ladies. Like, self awareness and other people's self awareness. Like shit. When Boogie did his single release joint, I was in LA, mm-hmm. and Boogie and I, let's not even say like uh, the corporation partners like, oh, here to support. Me and Boogie friends for real. Mm -hmm. I knew the night Boogie had with the amount of people in there. I did not speak to Boogie once Mm -hmm. because I went to support the party. We kicked it similar to mine, like a small shit, but he Mm -hmm. had his, you know, Interscope type of shit where he had the politic and all that. Mm -hmm. I'm leaving you alone because I know you got to do that shit. I just you wish gotta, people you gotta play the room. I feel like everyone would just let the person do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, but everybody, they don't pick up on that. Um, so, you know, it's okay. But all in all, again, man, it was a good, it was a good night, a good event, great music, 
Um, and yeah, we need to do that a little more often. We need to find figure Absolutely. something out to where we could. And there's smaller something. rooms at that spot too. Yeah, where we could do something in that type of room and um, just to have something to go to every month, just to get out the house and just you know see people that we don't see all the time. Yeah. Even if it's just for one night out of the month and just I right, leave I me alone for idea. for another thirty days. I'll see you on thirty days. That type of shit. And I think it was best because we curated it. Like it wasn't like somebody else's party we went to. Like we knew who were gonna be there. Yeah. And it's people that we actually wanted to see and we wanted to kick it with. So. That's so much better than just going out and like random people are there. It's like, I'm no, not these even are our people. Like, this is kind of family and an extension of family, of course. But yeah, I'm not mad at like podding for 20 minutes and then just kicking it for the night type of yeah, thing. Yeah, something like that. Something real, something real cool, real intimate, but but fun, you know, not too, too uh, stuffy, you know, a little yes. loose in there. Um, that's why, I, you know, I walked in there. I smelled the cush immediately. I knew I was home. I said, oh, yes, we can smoke in here. Yeah, the manager came up to me and was like, someone's smoking in here. I said, find him and kick their ass out. Oh, that was me for sure. <laughs> uh, manager, whoever you are, that was definitely me. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, somebody definitely did come up to me and said, did someone smoke here? I was like, no one would ever do that. Mind you, I, could, I was high off the secondhand smoke. Yeah, I, that was me and a few other individuals who shall remain nameless. smell it. I was in the corner. I didn't oh, I smelled that shit on every part oh, no, of I the definitely, room. I definitely raised the noise pollution, uh, the smoke pollution in there. Definitely, definitely. But it was a good room. It was a good room for that. It, it felt like a little jazz lounge. You know, you jazz. It was Rory's vibe. That's why, yeah. like, when I saw it, I was like, I think this would work perfect with Rory because it, was, it was his vibe. Real good, real good night. I hate, I hate to, you know, I never want to beat topics that we've talked about so much into the ground, but we can revisit this one now that you said that you and Raven were talking about it. Okay. Being industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have a different view of it? Do I have a different view of being industry? I used to fight <clears throat> me being industry because I had a different definition of what being industry meant. At this yeah. point, now I've accepted everyone else's definition of it. Industry, so yeah. now I understand I'm industry. I'm, we're, we're industry, bro. Like we can't, we're industry. We're, we're, we just don't do the industry shit all the time. I agree. Like we're industry, but we don't do the industry. Like I don't go to a lot of these events. I don't go to a lot of these parties. I don't go to a lot of these festivals and conferences. And I don't do that type of shit. But I jump in and out of certain things that I feel like is going to be worth my time. Like okay, I'll go support that. I'll go pop out to that. But we're industry. It is what it is. But I don't. We the industry I'm talking about is the ones that like hold that card high. Like everywhere they go. Like that. that, I don't do that. That's what I always viewed it as. I don't. I I don't. I don't don't do that. We know that industry person. That's how I always viewed it. It gets a negative. It gets a negative kind of connotation. Like the industry thing. It does. And to me now, I realize the definition of it is if you're a garbage man and you pick up garbage and someone goes, you're a garbage man. It's like, yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, Like, okay, wait, I work in the music industry. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Then I'm industry. I get I, it. We just all have that different because industry meant like, oh, you be trying to act like you better than you, somebody, and, and you, you got, corny, and like yeah, you try yeah, to pull yeah, that. Yeah, sh- yeah. And there's people that yeah. don't even work in the music industry that I'll be like, yo, you industry, yeah, yeah, because you just do that corny shit. Yeah, like I'll go to events because I would like the artist, and there might be some hoes there. Not because I'm true. like, hey, I just just to let you guys know, I went uh, to this place. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I, just, I, I fuck with his music and yeah, he I get bitches, so yeah, it might exactly. be. So I'm here. He get bitches is funny. Um, you also went out uh, last night. All right, so to me, this is a perfect example. That's some industry shit. How? That was an industry event. No, it wasn't. It was a listening event. But I have not been to a listening event in so fucking long. And I went- hours. You had yours. <laughs> Mine was an industry. Yeah, had yours Monday. Mine was an industry. And you had another one on yours Wednesday. Yours was definitely industry. 
It was industry, bro. I had an RSVP. Damaris called me like I might not even be able to get in. She called me on my That's way there. Your niece Kim like, Sierra had an RSVP. <laughs> Damaris called me like, Ma, where you at? I said, uh, five minutes away. Oh, cause yo, I don't know. It's tight. That's not it's tight. what I said. I was Ma. like, yo, it's tight, D. Like I can't get in. She was like, yo, you might have to do something to me, like drop her a little dub or something. That's wow. not. I'm like, word. I might have to grease yo. her palms. Oh, I might have to grease her palms yo, to get could, in there. You couldn't get into my yo. I, into was, my single it release. Close. It was close. I'm not gonna lie. Like Ma I was trying to come. Mind you, this was at 11.30. The party ended at 12.30. It was at I was outside, bro. I was standing outside, bro. It was 11.30. It was 10.20. Yeah. This nigga lying. Rory 10. came at 10.20. You lying. How? See, she lying on me. Because I said I got there before 10. She was like, you got there way after 10. I was like, I got there like 9.30, 9.40. I got there at 10.20. Ma, you lie, dad. What you mean? That's crazy you bro, lie look, like because- that. He can, he can now, show the Uber. I'm going to scroll because don't worry because I got it in my phone. Damn, how many people you text? That's right. a lot of scrolls. It was anyway, this shit was on Monday. Anyway, <laughs> this wasn't Monday that long night. ago. And I know you delete Ma text messages. Ma told me he was 10 minutes away at 11.56. You know when Ma say 10 minutes away, it really means 20. At 11.56? At, at 10.56. Ma oh. got there at 11.25, bro. No, I did not. I did not get there at 11.25. You call, I, I know, called Ma. you at 10.56. You said you was 10 minutes away. Nah, I was in the building. I was in the you building. You wasn't by in the 11. fucking building. Stop. I was in the building by 11. Oh, no, you were not. I was. All right. Ask Benner. Ask all. I, I what do you mean, Ask Benner? Yo, I up. did Ed, the guest Ed, list. Where were you? I, I overslept. I just thought about that. I'm like, yo. <laughs> yeah, Edit couldn't make yeah. it because he had to edit the episode. Edit we recorded that, too yeah. late. Yo, bro, I swear. Edits. I, yeah. <laughs> bro, I swear. I just was like, wait, hold up. I took that I, excuse. I, I was like, I, uh, so I think I told you to cut out one 10 second thing. I don't know if I'm rolling. It's Yeah, it's okay. I felt so bad. I get it. It's fine. I understand. Um, but yeah, you went to another another listening session for uh, Lloyd that, Banks. To me, that wasn't industry. That sounds. Pr- I know a Lloyd what, Banks listening about- session isn't industry. Nah, no, no. Nah, Lloyd Banks. Roy more industry than Lloyd Banks. All right, so Lloyd just gonna let me in there. Yes, I'm more industry than Lloyd Banks. Rory, Rory's in the picture with West Side Gun. <laughs> Lloyd Fr- Banks. friend, friend, uh, brother. They're rappers. I don't care if they're your friends or not. That's some industry shit. You can't fight it, bro. Don't try to fight this. That's some industry shit. You went to a Lloyd Banks listening session. If I was in a picture with a rapper I didn't know at his listening session, that's industry to me. Nah. That is too. Nah. That's I'll industry be, shit to me. You're in that's pictures, industry shit. But you if you're in pictures with rappers, with that's industry shit, bro. The fact that you could say Lloyd Banks, oh, brother, that's my brother. That's industry shit. It's like, Ma, it's like the fourth Ma, impression. It's the fourth impression to me. That's not like oh, me. no, that's my guy. Ma, don't do that. Because all them people are your people's too, though. I said I'm industry. Oh, okay. He, he, he did fighting. say that. Oh, okay. That's, the, that's what you're missing here. He's fighting it. I'm not fighting. In I've accepted it. I've accepted it, but in this podcast, I'm going <laughs> fight. Off, off our fight. definition. Fight to the death, Rory. <laughs> it can't be. All right. If you go... All right, every... Uh, Hove listening session you went to that made you industry? Yes, absolutely. Hell yeah, absolutely. I fought it. I fought Hell it. yeah, your brother. I fought it. I fought it, I fought it for twenty yeah, years. Yeah, but his brother's it. industry. Maul was like, Maul was like born industry. I fought it for years, Rory. I'm not fighting no more. I am industry. <laughs> I'm here to let y'all it's know. Not I'm a industry. disease, y'all. <laughs> I can't fight it. I'm no, not the industry we I, don't like. I'm not that type of industry. All right, all right. I guess that's what I keep going back. Exactly. To. You're not that type of industry, but you are industry. Bro. I feel like it's worse when you did the that. fact I, that you got an invite to Lloyd's listen, Lloyd Banks listening session is some industry. My invitation got lost. I would not exist in this industry without Shaw Money. Yeah. I'm. I. Those are my facts. There's people. Nothing facts. And, and you accept it, which is there's nothing wrong with that. See, I get it. But that's that's. Uh, Fucking Shaw was at my engagement party yeah. in St. Albans. Yeah. Like that. Uh-huh. Like these are my family. Industry. Right. No, those are my family. It don't matter. Your family's industry. Your industry yeah, exactly. by family. Your family's yeah. industry. 
I know. I, it hurts. But we're not blood related. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. I know it hurts to accept it, but you got to accept it, man. But how was the uh, how was the Lloyd Bank listening session? I'm, it, I didn't it, go. it was good. And how I would define it would be not industry. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bunch of people that we fuck with, whose opinions we fuck with cool. that came yeah. and kicked it and showed Banks love. And there was a lot. You know, what I actually liked a lot about it. There's a lot of young people and young, um, I guess I wouldn't call them. I don't know what they're called now because they're not bloggers because they run off IG pages and all that. Mm-hmm. But people that that post new music, there was a lot of them in there. And that made me feel like good about uh, where the music I grew up on in its longevity. Right. Mm-hmm. Like young people was there to really check out the Banks listening party. That's dope. And it was great food and Duce and tequila. That'll help too. Yeah, but- I, I totally forgot about it. Um, I got I got to text Ovain and apologize about not going because he did invite me. But um, I saw some people that was there. I saw you know people talking about the um project online, like they like it. Oh, for sure. And I'm just I told Hovain, I'm I'm just happy to see Banks uh, active and you know moving around outside again and 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 having a listening session and having a, a, a album release dinner and things like that because, you know, for a few years, Banks kind of like, you know, stayed in this bubble and kind of just, you know, disappeared and wasn't really like accessible years. like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? A long time. Yeah, so Even it's, when he's putting out great mixtapes, Banks, yeah. Banks, Banks has never been a social person to begin yeah. with. Yeah. So seeing him at that listening party, like actually, I don't want to say excited because we, we, Banks and I both share that same like uh, dark aura about each other when we walk in a room it looks like we're miserable and we're not mm-hmm. oh. he had like a pep in his step and he was like happy to be there he was asking people about records I was like that's nice oh this this is great because the music is great maybe he took some, some shrooms that could be it mm. uh, well no I, Banks said he I'll take him for his word I've never known Banks to be a liar Banks is not drinking he's not smoking I hope that doesn't ruin his image is that, I hope the bar still hit <laughs> <laughs> like Banks you know of course and we know him he's a family man now yeah like he just Banks looked good, man. He cool. just he looked ha- he looked so happy about the project too. That meant a lot. Outside, fuck my opinion. He mm-hmm. looked so excited about the project. I like I, seeing rappers excited. from a certain era uh, age gracefully, and um, good to hear that he's he's not drinking or smoking, not abusing drugs. Because a lot of you know, unfortunately, in our culture, as artists get older, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, a lot of them you know fall victim to their vices and. Mm-hmm. You don't see them for five years and then they pop up and they look, I'm talking about bad. Like, Jesus Damn. Christ, life hit him with a fucking combo. You know what I mean? But but guys like Banks, to see them get older and Thriving. still sharp at their craft, yeah. still look good, still carry themselves a certain way. It's good to see that. You know what I mean? Because like I said, we don't get, we get a lot of the opposite end of that where it's like, damn, like he let himself go. He looked bad. He's strung out. You know what I mean? But to see artists, especially rappers, grow and 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 you know still look good and still carry themselves at a certain level and a certain standard i love seeing shit like that and maybe our younger fans won't realize the run that g-unit had and how important that was to hip-hop to begin absolutely. with absolutely it's it's a credit that that i don't think people will give banks in the second half of his career mm-hmm he could have taken every single bait from 50. And I don't want to get in between the 50 and Banks thing or the entire G-Unit family. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm staying out of that entire thing. Banks has never re- replied to any of that shit. When he could have. Yeah. but When he could have. And especially around the, this, the first Cody, Banks could have centered his entire rollout around that entire thing. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. 
he just made an amazing album mm-hmm. and just kept it pushing. That's he the best it. way to do things sometimes, though, man. Like, and and Banks never really had a uh, a real negative energy about him, even ever. You know, in the early two thousand, like he never had that. He was obviously he was, he was G Unit. You know what I mean? And you know the lyrics were, you know, street and hardcore, if you want to call it that or whatever. But in any interview you see at Banks, he's always very soft spoken, mild mannered. Yeah. Uh, he was he's never you never really see him like rah 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 loud loud unless he's performing. So, you know, I mean, and then again, shit like that is probably like, it is very personal and you know where it can go. It's going to be a spiral of just airing out shit that's private, that's personal to us. And then once it's said and done, it's going to be like, all right, what was all that for? And you don't ever want to get caught up in that, especially when it's a lot of history, a lot of personal things that people don't know about Mm -hmm. that, you know, it's like you, you risk getting putting that out there in the public and then once it's out there you can't take it back we could we can move past it but we'll always remember what was said about each other you know what was done so it's good that sometimes you just like understand like this is just a moment don't get caught up in the moment don't say some shit that you're gonna regret five minutes from now ten minutes from now um just you know just let it let it settle where it's gonna settle and the end result is banks still having a very you know successful progressive career for sure still looking good still sounding good and um yeah sometimes you got to let life happen like that and of course uh, they could do more together but sometimes that ain't your choice sometimes yeah it's supposed <laughs> so, to end right there that's so what, you know, which, that's which what is fine yeah just like how we talked about the mason the bad boy thing that's that's the story that's part right. of it that's part Here's of the legacy that's how it's supposed to go that's how it was written that's how it was supposed to go down it is what it is um Course, course of the Inevitable 2 yes. Available now uh, Download that Stream that um, I finally watched The rest of the Supreme Team documentary Hey I'm glad um, Shout out to Mass Appeal Shout out to Nas Shout out to everybody Involved with that It was a really Really good documentary If you haven't watched it uh, Please watch it Check it out uh, It's a really Really um, Emotional story uh, You know It's just a a mirror of what goes on in the in, in the inner cities, and like I said, I like the fact that Nas did it. He directed it. He uh he interviewed uh a lot of the people that was on it. I like the fact. I just like that again because it's weird how Nas needed characters like Preem and Prince and these guys to because hip hop is the art of storytelling. So they had to live the story in order mm-hmm. for Nas to rap about it and to, you know, spread it out to the world and be basically the mouthpiece for what was going on in his community. Um, so it was good to, that they sat down and they, you know, like relived a lot of those moments in those days, uh, sad stories. Uh, you realize how, how many lives were lost, um, how many lives were lost to, you know, violence, how many lives were lost to jail sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's a story that needed to be told. It's a story that needed to be uh, put together. And I think Nas and Master Pill did a great job at that. So uh, if you get a chance, if you haven't seen it yet, Supreme Team documentary on Showtime. I mean, check I, it out. I think what, what Nas and Master Pill did the best about that entire doc is all the stuff that wasn't about the Supreme Team. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what I think was so important. They weren't glorifying anything. There was no uh, romanticizing the entire shit. It was... All right, this is the fuck was going on in New York City, and mm-hmm. this was the result. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, it was so much more about what was going on. The fuck New York City, America at the time, mm-hmm. and this is what you got. 
This and, was this was a result of everything that the higher ups that we could never control. Yep. This is this is it. And I love the fact that uh, we finally got to hear from Irv's his side of the story and what happened and what was the relationship with him and Prem. Um, because a lot of a lot of people for years it was speculation. Yeah. So I love the fact that Nas was able to sit Irv down and get that get that side of the story for him. Um, it shed a lot of light on, you know, because I loosely knew what was going on and what had happened. But to hear Irv talk in depth about it was like, that's what I took the most from the, the I knew a lot of the other parts of the stories of the Prime team. But getting Irv's story and what happened with Murder, Inc. and all of that and uh, his relationship with Supreme, I thought that that was dope that uh, Nas was able to sit down and, and, and get that interview with Irv. But um, yeah, it was a really good documentary, man. I wish it was, I wish it was a little longer. That was my only yeah. thing. Like, I felt like it could have been like another four episodes, but um, I mean, they did, they did a good job. You know, we we talk with uh with Irv at BET, and I th- I think they'll tell hopefully in the, in the scripted series, and I have trust in everyone that's involved with it that they'll tell like the whole fucking story. Yeah, they'll get I, I, they'll get. But this was a this was a great this set the the tone. Like this was great for that. Like now we know that uh the series is coming. We know that um, I, I believe the movie is coming. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's other things that are happening that you know, other sides of the stories more in detail about certain things that happen without affecting anybody in current day. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I know yeah. they're gonna find a way to like listen. We don't want. We can't say too many things, but all in all, it's just it was just very interesting to see. Uh, you know, old old videos of LL in the club. That's at and him sixteen like, years old. Yeah, him looking crazy. at you know these guys on stage and like idolizing these guys like damn like this is LL Cool J this is like the first rap superstar mm-hmm. you know what I mean and he's looking at these guys like like damn like you know they really doing it and the older guys that were run DMC as far right. as like the rapper wise that were idolizing Prem and Prince and, mm-hmm. and everybody mm-hmm. so Bimmy was their first fucking road manager yeah Crazy. actually I mean I would have loved to see Bimmy involved in it and I, I honestly have no idea why he wasn't nor mm-hmm. is it my business why he wasn't um, it would have been nice to hear from from Bimmy in that, um, and a few other people. Mm-hmm. I wish would have been involved in that documentary, but that's that's politics that are just politics. But yeah, I'm I'm glad that story was told. It was just funny to me looking at this fucking TV and seeing Supreme Team on Showtime. Yeah, like that was just that just tripped me out. <laughs> yeah, a really good documentary. Check it out. Um, so I was watching some clips on uh, Instagram today, and I saw that uh, Angie Martinez uh, first episode of her podcast. Shout out uh, to Ange. Shout out to Angie Martinez. Uh, first episode with uh, Lauren London. And and before we even get into that, I'm so happy to see Ange after the accident that she had. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. looking so, like, I'm so looking happy she's healthy. Yeah, like back to herself, yeah. Shout out to Angie, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy your recovery has, I'm, I'm sure it was not easy. Yeah. But it's I think so last, good to see you back and like. Back. Yeah. I think the last time I saw Angie at, at the Rock Nation office, I think she still had her back brace on the last time I saw her. <sighs> So you know yes. to see her like move on from that, and then it what looks like she's fully recovered from that is yeah is good to see that. Um, but yeah, I didn't actually see the whole interview yet, but I did see some clips uh, online um, with Lauren London. Damaris about to take over. This is her favorite interview of all time. Is this? Did you really enjoy it? I really, really, really enjoyed them all. Good. Oh, it was like a, it came team. at like the right time. Yeah. It was beautiful. It, not even just you know talking. She spoke. The episode is called um, "We're All Gonna Die." Yeah, which is um, a fact. Fact. And they spoke a lot regarding um, not only just like death in the physical, but like also the death of your ego mm-hmm. um, and moving from your ego. Um, and you've seen that Lauren has grown a lot 
mm-hmm. uh, since her loss, which I mean is to be expected. Absolutely. Um, but just, you know, how how she's the path that she's on to like where she's just like, I want to kill my ego. I don't want to move from my ego. I want to move out of pure love. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do move out of what's my purpose. Like I want to do things because it's my purpose, not because. I want to impress people or I feel like this is what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just, she sound really enlightened and really like she's on a, a, a good path. And it was great to see her in that, in that light. I got to watch that space. Man. I mean, it was amazing. Sounds... I cried, but I didn't cry in the way that I thought I would cry. I didn't cry in the way of like, she's crying over nip and you know, like the fantasy cry. It was more like a, almost like a realization and an enlightenment that we are not as important in this world as we like to think that we are. Yeah. What's really is what's really important is our work and what we're set here to do. Yeah. Um, and walking in our purpose with that, with whoever you believe in, whether it's God or whoever, you know, mm-hmm. well, de- death or do- fuck religion or what you believe in. That's your prerogative. No matter what human death will make you feel that type of way. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a partner. And I, I didn't watch the interview. I saw one clip, but I mean, I don't want to lose a partner, but it's pretty high in percentage that it might happen at Mm -hmm. some point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That shit will put a lot of things in perspective as far as your ego. You want to fight about a bunch of bullshit, everything. And then when that person's gone, it's like, wait, this is what I spent my time with this person talking about this bullshit. Like it just, yeah, I could see your whole ego wanting to go away at that point. Like I cannot believe I walked in the house and this is what I was beefing about. Yeah. It's ego is a funny thing because I do think ego is necessary. I just think that you need to know how to turn it on, turn it off type of thing. I think that ego is uh it helps you in a lot of situations. It helps you in a lot of uh a lot of circumstances where, you know, even if it's something as simple as a job interview. Just like cuz ego, you know, just confident uh just the way you carry yourself, knowing that you're capable knowing that you're more than uh, up for the job. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you need to have that energy about you. Like I could do this, like without a doubt. I think every major emotion that we have is important and purposeful. It, the entire point of this is trying to manage those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, anger is really important. Mm-hmm. All of us are bad at it, but there is purpose of anger. Mm-hmm. Whether it be actually defending yourself or anger. It's towards just how you channel it. yeah. He goes up it. there too. Yeah. Shit, we talk about humor and bad jokes. That's important, but mm-hmm. you need to manage how you do humor, how you do condescending shit, right. how you talk. Like right. every last emotion outside of like the nasty ones mm-hmm. that these fucks be doing. I just watched a terrible Netflix doc. That girl in the picture shit. I've I just, heard about just, it. People need to get, just certain people that. need to, certain people just need to be buried under jails. Would, but, would you mind saying what's the context of that? We'll get to I'll that get later. To it. Oh, okay. um, but um, every major emotion that that every human is given is important ego being one of them it's just where we channel them and, and yeah. balance them shits out they really look like sound waves and and being self-aware as well you have to be self-aware that's and very know important. when you're moving from your ego so that you can check yourself and say is this needed right now like is this person actually out to harm me or is my ego harmed ego is um, does my does, do i love this person or is this person good for my ego does this person stroke my ego like it's you have to be extremely self-aware of where your emotions are coming from i don't ever want anybody to stroke my ego i think that's weird. bullshit i think i don't i don't need bullshit, nobody bullshit, to stroke bullshit. my ego what's, what's your definition of it um well, like, I don't need anybody to be like, yeah, like, you're really great at that. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need that. I don't, Every I don't human that. being, I mean, I, I, I want to be appreciated. 
I want to be, you know, I want people to appreciate what I do and appreciate, you know, my relationship with them and appreciate my energy and their life and their space or whatever. But I don't, I don't need my ego stroke. I when don't, you say ego stroke, you mean like when people are overly doing it to just kind of get the reaction out of you in comparison to yeah, actual appreciation? I, yeah, I don't, I don't need that. Like, I just, yeah. well, to when, me, that's a little weird. Would that be separating what's genuine and what's not? Because yeah. like, what if, what if someone that really loved you was like, yo, what that thing you just put out or whatever you just did was really amazing. Like, I really love that. That's not stroking your ego. That's, no, that's, not that's just somebody that, that like really yeah, that's, fucks that's, with that's, what Yeah, that's different. That's right. different. So um, I guess that's separating fake it, shit from real shit. Exactly. Because it can, real shit can stroke your ego though. It's not being purposely done to that, but it can feed into that at the that's same time. That's true too. Ego, again, ego is very necessary because I, I go back to, you know, conversation that I, I've had recently about Steph Curry. And you know, I was talking to some friends and I think I mentioned it online at some point and I said, I believe Steph Curry is a top five player of all time. Mm-hmm. I just believe that if he had more of an ego, that people would talk like he's a top five player of all time. Mm-hmm. I think that Michael Jordan, going back to Jordan, I don't think Jordan, I think the only reason Jordan got past the bad boy Pistons, that era, was because he started... I think Jordan always felt like he was the best player in the league, but at that point, he started to impose that ego like, I'm better than all of y'all. But sometimes ego can be masked as insecurity. Of Where, course. Like, whereas of course. Uh, if someone is talking shit about themselves constantly, that can just come from a very narcissistic, insecure Absolutely. type Absolutely. of way. Like, but I'm you saying this because that, no one's saying... But then also, like that can come from a secure place if you do something... Let's say... Uh, just take care of your family mm-hmm. and you're secure and know that you take care of your family. You may not need someone to constantly be like, yo, thank you for taking care of us. You don't need your kids. Right. To be like, so I think so much of ego is very personal and stroking ego comes from insecurity. Absolutely. And I'm making up my own definitions. I hate when people try to find Webster shit. Like we all speak different languages in the English get, language. Yes. So what is it? Is it insecurity or is it security when it comes to anything ego based? I think you know I think you know when you could sense when Made somebody sense is uh is imposing their ego on you because from a place of insecurity. I think you could see that. I think you could feel that. I think you could feel like, oh, this person is a little he doesn't he doesn't really believe that. Mm. But I get it. You know, as you get older and you go through enough relationships with people and things like that, you start to sense things and pick up on things and read things better, like, oh yeah, he's he's a little insecure, but it's okay. I understand. I just think that a lot of times with our ego, we get caught up in thinking that ego is a bad thing. And it's really not. If you know, if you know how and when to impose it and use it. I think you need ego to push through certain situations of doubt. I think you need ego to push through certain situations of like, you know, just not being in your comfort zone. Right. Like uh, you you need it sometimes to maneuver through this world because, you know, a lot of the times people are not going to, you know, they might know that you're good at something or you're a good person, but they're not going to tell you. They're not going to make you feel like that. And sometimes you have to be like, you know what? I am a good person. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you know what? I am good at this. I am I am the best at this. I, I do this very well. But that's, that's not always your ego, though. Your ego more comes from... Your ego is more formed to protect you. Protect you from whatever you're afraid of and insecurity and fear. Right. That's why I said it. So you have if to you are the it. best at something and you believe that you're the best at something, that's not you speaking from your ego. That's just fact. And you can love yourself and have confidence... Oh, no. It can be speaking from an ego. Without you 
being egotistical mm. without you using that's what I said. You have to know how to channel self. it. You have to know how to channel it. You have to know how to use it, how to turn it on, how to turn it off. When do you impose it on the people? When do you just take a back seat and be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I know that I'm capable of this, but I'm gonna just fall back. Like you well, got, it's just all about knowing, like you said, self-awareness, knowing yourself, knowing your capabilities, you know, knowing your insecurities, because we all have them, you know what I'm saying? And but then also knowing where to put yourself in what type of situation to where your insecurities are not challenged you know what i mean like you fair. don't you don't walk in yeah, certain rooms or you don't go certain places or you don't do certain things because you know i have insecurity like nah i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna stay away from that i'm not gonna do that because you know yourself be self-aware be aware of yourself and and you know that's just the first part and then once you do that and you start to put yourself in the right situations then you know how oh okay i i could strive in this room i could i could do this i could do that but is ego just a blanket statement and not really an emotion per se uh and granted they gave me a tequila shot before we did this, so bear, bear with me, Reddit, okay. uh, with my terrible I'm about rants. to blow this cushion in your um, face in 10 minutes. Don't you worry. Uh, is hey, ego yo. like the way they've taught us what carbs and gluten is? Bear with me. There's good carbs. There's bad carbs. Right. Carbs, we, carbs, we need them, yeah. but they'll kill us. Gluten, carbs we need Carbs get a bad it. rep. Yeah, carbs do get a bad they rep. They do get a bad rep. So, so I, is ego just a blanket statement of whereas what so, Damaris was talking about is confidence. Like if you have confidence in your craft, confidence in everything, that's great. It's a thin if, line, though. So it, the, yeah, but is there certain parts of it where your body needs just this much of it? Mm-hmm. And actual, if you go a little too far with it, now you're a fat fuck. Too, yeah, much, yeah, too much of yeah, anything yeah. is bad for it's you. Bad. So the, the definition is a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance, if you want to get into the psychoanalysis of it, it's the part of the mind that mediates between the conscious and the unconscious, and it's responsible for reality testing and a sense of personal identity. Mm. That's ego. Yes. Okay. So your your ego is kind of more of a face you put on for the world. That's why I said it's more of a protection thing. It's more of a face you you put on for the world and what you how you react to people from what you think they might want from them or what you think they might think of you. It's not deeply who you are inside. It's a part of you, but so it's, it's not deeply who but it's it's a part of not always a front, but it's a small part of you, but I think sometimes a lot of us let it get too big and we operate from that instead of operating from our hearts. Do you it, think the Incredible Hulk character is based on ego in some weird way? I think it's anger issues. Yeah, that's, well, where, yeah, I, that's, that's where I would go. Yeah. Obviously, it's anger issues. More than, more than ego. But I feel like... It taught us that it's okay to be angry and blow up. Or sometimes you're you always save angry. the world. <laughs> you can always be angry and, and you can get in. the girl that looks like Scarlett Johansson. I feel like some of that, some of that character that's is based on ego too. It's definitely anger and anger management and things like that. But I do think a small part of it is ego. Like, I could literally kill everybody in here if I wanted to. But a um, lot of okay. a um, lot of I understand where you're going with that, but, but even even something. All right, now we're, now we get into my type of talk. Like, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. You just opened a whole other chapter of my brain. I'm murderous. You know, I watch I watch movies, but I read in between the lines too, as well. Yeah. Even as something as far as anger, anger is a manifestation of sadness. Anger is ego's manifestation of sadness because it's not okay technically okay, to be sad. Sadness makes you look weak. So your ego's manifestation of that sadness is to be angry because yeah. anger. Is more applaudable than she sadness. Watched, she binge watched mm, Death Poetry this mm, week. I, I know when somebody binge watched Death she Poetry. Ain't, she ain't tell a lie though. Yeah, but she, you don't come in here with the Death Poetry energy, yeah. Maris. Don't we not doing that? I'm just we we talking. If we gonna talk, we could be talk. We can talk. I, I can talk about I, bullshit if you want me to. But if you no 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 really no, no. we we gonna we gonna talk about you, bullshit. You popped a champagne bottle before. That was just mad sadness coming out angrily. Hey. <laughs> I was waiting to see where you was going to tie that in and like make it make sense. Like that's what you did. 
you just you shook up a bottle, yeah, and it was sad, and it got fucking angry. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how you came up with fucking, that, but okay. what an analogy. It's air, it's pressure. It's I'm rolling. I don't know what beyond Rory brain. Um. So yeah, shout out to uh, Angie Martinez. The name of wait, her- how do we get to Angie Martinez again? <laughs> oh, because you're talking about the death of ego and all of that. That no, was, I know. That was part of Wait. the conversation. So the I'm just saying, like, what's I'm, the name I'm of my podcast? It. I'm sorry. Um, in real life, another interview that uh came out and was on the timeline. Uh, Marco, funny Marco, is that his name? Instagram. I have no idea who that is. You know, funny Marco. I don't know people, man. Funny Marco, <laughs> funny Marco. He does all the funny videos on Instagram. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know who this is. Uh, so he sat down. and He did an interview with Orlando Brown. Yes. I don't know if, if uh, Funny Marco has a podcast or... Who if, doesn't have a podcast well, at this yeah, point? Uh, uh, absolutely, at this point. Um, he sat down with Orlando Brown. And uh, Orlando Brown, is, as we know, is one of the most viral people on the internet. Um, anytime Orlando Brown decides to sit down and talk and open his mouth, pause, we don't know what to expect. <laughs> and he's back with another doozy for us. Uh, he sat down with Funny Marco, and Funny doozy. Marco Don't asked him about. Right? I mean, he asked him about Bow Wow, and he asked him, uh, you know, what's your issue with Bow Wow? He said, I don't have an issue with Bow Wow. And then things went left because I don't think any of us expected Orlando Brown to say what he said after that. He said, "Really, Orlando?" He said, <laughs> "I mean, I didn't expect." Judging it. by his viral history, that you thought this was no, this, where he drew the line. This no, but this I wasn't expecting. Orlando Brown to say that Bow Wow has some bomb pussy. When's the last time you watched 106 in Park? Last time it was hot when little Bow Wow was on there. You got a problem with little Bow Wow? I ain't got a problem with little Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow got some bomb ass pussy. What? You said bomb, bomb ass pussy. Hilarious. <laughs> with a straight face. And by the way, so I, by the way, did 106 in Park exist after Bow Wow? <laughs> I haven't watched it since. It was hot. With oh, Bow wow. That existed after Bow Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Who was on after Bow Wow? A lot of well, people. Well, that was Bow Wow was way after the whole Jalissa and um guy that was Keisha on the was top. on there with him. And then she it was after those four, didn't it end? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Keisha Keisha was great on there. Bow Wow was great on there. Didn't it end after their run? I think so. Who came on after them? <sighs> And shout it out was, to Keisha. Uh, Keisha and DJ Enough, DJ Pro Style. Uh, Miss Mikey? Who? Shorty the Prince, Angela Simmons, Keisha. Bow Wow. Yeah, yeah so, man. Like, I, so yeah, that was after, like after end, Keisha. Yeah, that was like the end of it. Yeah. Keisha, yeah. Bow Wow, and they were great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that. So yeah, that was it. Anyways, I thought so that was, I thought it was fucking right. hysterical. But I, I mean, no, he's right about... About what? Since, since Bow Wow oh, saying that oh, part. Oh, okay. Now Bow Wow having bomb ass. Now we sat down with Bow Wow when he kicked it. I had no idea that we were sitting across from a man that had bomb ass pussy. Hey, hey, relax. I, no, I mean we was kicking it. I didn't. I'm looking at Bow like you Bow, Bow. Bow got Bow. His his track your, your record. He's your he's, antennas didn't go up. Yeah, like I didn't your think. I didn't think he didn't had a, I didn't think I didn't get the feeling that Bow Wow had a vagina in that room. Like well, you're not a visionary. No, I'm a visionary, but I just didn't. I, I guess my You're sick. <laughs> I guess my 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 uh my eyes were blurry, but I don't I don't know I don't know what Orlando Brown is uh, alluding to. But um, is this what his response was? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Bow Wow's response was: Since when legends got to speak on fuckery? 
I'm filming my new TV show as we speak and preparing for a sold out show at the O2 Arena for the Millennium Tour in London. I'm a 35 year old father. I don't play them type of games. You don't know this Bow Wow you're talking to, right? I am a boy, Damon. Okay, so this is somebody battling with their ego. This is someone that has progressed a lot and wants to make jokes in the middle of it, but still don't play with me. Or this is someone that's just letting it be known, like, I don't have bomb-ass pussy. I don't know what this gentleman is talking about, what he's alluding to. I still have a, a crazy ego, but if somebody said it about me, I'd probably laugh. Oh, you have to. <laughs> yeah. Bro, listen, <laughs> you have to laugh at something like this. Like, something as wild and outlandish as this, you can't get on Instagram Live and start cursing at Orlando Brown and say, I'm going to fuck you up and all this other stupid. You just got to laugh, man. It's I, Orlando Brown. It's like, I bro, saw. he's sitting down with Funny Marco. It ain't like he was sitting down with Barbara Unfunny Walters Marco. and said. But when are we, when are we gonna stop exploiting <laughs> drug addicts and like for views? Because he's very clearly a drug addict and he's uh, which I heard he's actually doing better. Um, to be quite honest, is he? Is this him doing better? <laughs> it takes a while for drug addicts to oh get for there. the drugs to but, kick but, in. All right, no, cool. it's to do better. I, oh. From what I've understood, that he, he is doing better. Okay. Um, but I did see a, a girl tweet that uh, Bow Wow was replied with avoidance. Look what I'm doing, bitch. And I'm so off you. He must have good pussy. <laughs> Y'all are sick. Y'all are crazy. Y'all he are replied crazy. like every chick that has good pussy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I just, you know, Helena Brown, I just hope that, you know, he's he's in his in his sobriety and his uh, you know, recovery that he's doing well. Um because we know Orlando Brown is is definitely not somebody that's gonna disappear for too long. He'll be back. He going to come back with some more news for somebody that got some more bomb ass pussy. Wow. I didn't know Bow Wow had bomb ass pussy. Like the things you learn from I'm gonna, a funny marker. I'm, I'm going to get a bucket <laughs> and a mop. I just want to know, we took a break and uh, Eden referred to Jill Biden as Fuck. Jill Scott. God damn it. <laughs> Are you did. serious? I did. Yeah. And I did it again. I had to use the bathroom oh. and we just took a quick break and he was like, did yeah. you see what Jill Scott said about the Mexicans? <laughs> and I was, I was like, like, Jilly from yeah, Philly? I thought, I thought Jill agreed. went crazy. I was like, don't tell me Jilly went crazy the last three, three days. Oh, like, what God happened? damn it. I should have seen that coming. Um, you definitely defended uh, Trump and all his... Quotes that were taken out of context against the Hispanic community. Mm-hmm. Are you are you going to defend uh, no. Jill Biden? No. I don't know if I ever defended Trump and his uh, comments about the Hispanic community. Do you think I'm sometimes good people? I think you're sometimes a good person. Oh wow! Do you think? Do you I think, think we all are. Do you think he's all a rapist? Uh, or a drug dealer? I don't know. You, you look like you dealt some drugs. And have you ever parties. dealt drugs? No, you've drugs. never sold anything. Not one rock. No. What, Jill Biden, what defines that too, though? What drug dealing? Yeah, I think yeah. you have to clear a certain amount. Of yeah, it. I agree. I, like, yeah, at least one ounce. I saw, I saw some weed, but I would dealer, never consider yeah. myself a drug dealer. Yeah, no. Um, I've even sold a, a couple grams of coke. I didn't feel like a drug dealer. I was just like, oh yeah, my man's. All right, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Can you go back to that, Eden, so I could read that? Uh, I can. Uh, I've been killed online um, because I retweeted the compilation trailer of uh, what's Biden's son's name. Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's... uh, The crack CEO. (laughs) (laughs) And I I believe I retweeted the trailer and I said... uh, he kind of looks like that dude. What's the commotion about? Oh uh, yeah, it, that's 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 what everybody. The threesome saying. looked high. If, like, if this was Trump's kids, it wouldn't be no. He looks lit. Well, well, no, no, he looks relax. like a rock star. Oh, that's not what I'm trying. To do. He looks like he's having a great time. That's not what I'm trying to do. If I'm this was to go Ivana, back down this rabbit hole. If this was one of the Trumps, oh my God, get him out, impeach. He hasn't even um, it yet. Well, well, Jill was talking about the uh, 
Bodeggies? What did she call them? Bodegas. The Bodeggies. The but no, she, she really, said she fucked that shit up. She said the word. Of course, she fucked it up. None of these people are in tune with the communities that they're trying to get the votes from. None of these people care about the communities that they're trying to get the vote from. None of these people care about the people in the communities that they're trying to get the vote from. So then what? they get on stage and no. read a teleprompter that kicks their ass, huh? and they stumble on all their words. They don't know what they're talking about. They sound so out of touch, and then people are surprised that they say things like, "These people are unique as tacos and bodegas." You ready? Diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. My face <laughs> should probably not be the one to say this. She was not calling them tacos. She was saying she was, it's a terrible speech. It's yeah. an awful speech. It's, she was not saying not, you guys are tacos. No, she didn't say saying that. as unique as the breakfast tacos or breakfast burritos, which is <laughs> I wouldn't have said tacos, that. Rory. There's nothing unique about I a breakfast burrito. Just wouldn't have said that yeah, in a speech. Yeah. She was not I don't think she was referring to the uh Hispanic community in I'm sorry, Latin X. Mm. Thank you. Um community. That's right. Defend your first lady, Rory. I did You I, voted. I voted. You <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> defend your first lady, Rory. I'm not. It was a horrible speech. It was, yeah, it was, it was horrible. Speech. I it just don't. Horrible. I just don't think she was calling them. No, I get what you're saying. In a statement Monday, the National Association of Hispanic Journalists called on the first lady and her speech writing team to take the time in the future to better understand the complexities of our people and communities. Adding, we are not tacos and do <laughs> not reduce us to stereotypes. Yes, our Latin friends family, brothers, and sisters are not tacos. No, we're not. All right. Well, let me ask uh, two residents of the Bronx. Do you guys feel like you guys are bogatas? I have never been to a bodega. Are you calling me fat? Um, Never been to a bodega. I've been to a bodega. I think both of you guys are bogatas. I'm a go-getter. I, I think that... <laughs> <laughs> I would call myself a go-getter. And, and in Jill's defense... I know a lot of women in Miami that I've called a blossom. This is very true. This I'm is, sure this is, you do. This is very, very, very true. What is, what is a blossom? I'm not. I'm actually not trying to be funny. Blossoms. I'm uh, assuming flowers. Yes. Is, is Miami known for their flowers? I would assume so. It's a pretty. Uh, they have nice. There's sun and shit. Yeah, there's a blossom. There's sun and shit. Cherry blossoms. Oh, okay. Uh, oh yeah, those those are beautiful. Yeah, I guess you okay. can compare those to Latin people. We blossom. Yeah, they blossom inside of breakfast tacos. Yeah, um, but breakfast—that's first of all. Wait, so all she was—was was she trying to like do a scheme? Was she suggesting that she there's the Latin, yeah. there's Latinx she was community trying to sound like she was in, in tune with the in Latin corner stores, and, and then there's she was trying to make a funny Rory, and it this fell is why they flat should actually face. hire Latin people. Mm, what? <laughs> oh, finally, they should get some Latin people in their cabinet. Mm. By the way, also. I mean, they do out of all the woke people, why is that not a degrading word to anyone? What? Don't put me in your cabinet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> like if I'm worried, like bro, I don't want to be in your cabinet. Well, it is yeah. in the closet. You're right. Wow, 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 wow. I don't even know what just happened. I have no idea. Yeah. either. she said Eden's in the closet. Did she? Oh, I get it because you're gay. Um, That's crazy. <laughs> There was another episode. There was another. Uh, I'm trying. To, I'm, I promise you, I'm trying to hold this thing. He's together. a Latin X. Maul trying to hold the pod trying, together I, is actually. I, I'm very trying funny. to hold this shit together. Uh, another interview that we saw is coming is uh, season two. I think of uh, Kevin Hart's. Is it Heart to Heart? Is that the name of it? 
Yes. Did I just butcher mm-hmm. uh, Kev's thing? He's going to probably kick my ass for that anyway. Uh, heart to heart. If you lose a fight to Kev, actually, no, I've seen Kev box. He got quick hands. Kev is in shape. Yeah, Kev he boxes. Up. Kev yeah, yeah, works yeah. out. Okay. okay, he ain't gonna be no. I agree. It ain't gonna be no light, light fight. I don't trying think to so. Fight Kevin Hart. Uh, but he has an interview coming with Jay Jay Z on the second season of his show on Peacock TV. Mm. I believe it's called Heart to Heart. Yeah, uh, this is Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that Kev has been part of Rockefeller Films for a very long time. Yeah, but Kevin, I feel Kevin like you. Honorary but I, Rockefeller. Kev, I, Kev needs a he. Kev should honestly. He might need a rock chain. Okay, you know it's kind of funny. You're not honorary Rockefeller. You are Rockefeller, and, and you don't have a rock. Chain. And we're on our second season. Yeah, are we? I don't know. Wait, do I also get a rock chain? <laughs> Just feel uh, like. Do I get a rock chain? You can have taco by associate. Okay, that works. Maul doesn't even have a rock chain. No, I'm they sure, sell. Yeah. They we sell don't them, have a rock chain. We don't them. have you a Jay Z buy... fucking interview. All we got is that broken rock candle. Like, what do wow. we? What do we have you for? No, I got a new one. That yeah, one's not broken. One. Oh, there you, you didn't know that, did you? No, new it's a new one, right? Look at you. Um, I'm. I'm I want to see this. I think that is dope that Kev was able to se- secure a, uh, an interview with Jay. Um, and it looks I, I, obviously it looks like Jay is comfortable. He knows Kev. They have a relationship. They have a friendship. And uh, I like what Kevin's doing. He's sitting down with some some interesting people. He has uh, interviews with uh, Pete Davidson, Chris Rock, Jay, um, and whoever the fuck else is in his phone. <laughs> so, every, so everybody. <laughs> yeah, everybody that's in his yeah. phone. JP, David. Uh, Tyler Perry, Mark Wahlberg, Tracy Ellis Ross, Sweetie, uh, Christian Stewart, Mike Tyson. That should be an interesting one. Seth McFarlane. Uh, yeah, so Peacock. Has ordered 11 episodes for the new season of the show, which is produced by Heartbeat. Kev, Jeff Clanagan, Candace Wilson, Cherry, Ty Randolph, and Todd Yasui. I'm sorry if I fucked that up. Serve as, exec- as executive producers and all episodes are directed by Leslie Small. So yeah, man, shout out to Kev. Of course, shout out to Kev. Um, I hope they get into their shit, man. Did they say who I was sponsoring it? I know you just read a bunch of stuff, but um, did they say who was sponsoring it? Probably some uh, alcohol that Kev owns. Uh, probably some hair care products that Kev owns. I just hope Kev some, could uh, get into his shit, man. Wait, uh, get into his shit as far as what? Some real conversation. Because Kev is a deep dude. Kev has just decided, as he fucking should, for his legacy and family to be one of the biggest comedians and celebrities of all time. Mm-hmm. Well, now that he's now that he's surpassed, he's he's past that entire peak. Like I know Kev can do more. I'm not trying to box him in. I know there's more for Kev, mm-hmm. but Kev has solidified himself as the legend that he is in film, comedy, everything you want to talk about. He's broken every fucking record. Yeah, Kev is a deep dude, man. Kev Kev comes from the Patrice O'Neill, mm-hmm. Bill Burr, Jim Nort. Like he comes from that class of the comedy seller. Kev is not some shallow dude that he can come across to, to middle America. Kev is a deep dude. I hope, I just want to see Kev get in that bag because I know that's who Kev really is. I mean, like I, Kevin Hart is this superstar, of course, but bro, he did fucking 15 years of being that deep ass comedian for a while. Pause, if that's a pause. I just, I, I just can't believe that the guy from- Like, I don't want him to talk to Pete about Kim. I'm sorry, I don't. I want him to talk yeah, to Pete about his drug I, Yes, I want him to talk to Pete about, yo, fam, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Weren't you going to marry Ariana Grande? What the fuck is going on with yeah. you and Kim? No, what the fuck is going on with uh, your unstable SNL? relationships? <laughs> with you and Kim? 
What you mean? He's gonna ask Pete Davidson what the fuck is going on. You just what? asked you asked me a question off off rip. Uh, from what I know about Pete, and I, I'm not saying this as an attack to him or any being gossipy or anything, but shit has been thrown in our face. I've known Pete's father passed in 9-11, and he has had constant relationships that have been high profile, that have lasted two to three fucking months. Uh, SNL has been an up and down with him. The public has been an up and down with him. He hates attention, yet gets constant attention, yet only dates people that are going to get him attention. Talk to me, Pete. Yeah. You want to know? If you and I think I wouldn't ask Pete that because Pete and I are not friends and Pete would never sit down with me, which is totally fine. I didn't know But that. I don't care. I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I, I actually like Pete. Yeah. I, I would sit with Pete. I just don't think he would sit with me and that's fine because there's plenty of people I wouldn't sit with. Pete would not sit down on this show. Of course not. <laughs> and that's totally fine. I think we suffer from a similar anxiety. But Kev is his man's. <laughs> Kev can ask him those questions. No, which is why I'm saying I think what Kev is doing and how he's able to do it is perfect for this type of shit. He's a comedian, so he can give the comic relief type of questions. Um, they can relate to each other because they're both comedians. Um, and then Kev knows personal things that I think about these celebrities and these guests that they're okay with him bringing up on camera. All right. I'll put it this way. Because you know like I'm a, a big stand-up comedian fan. So I've I've watched Kev on like Opie and Anthony and say what you will about them. Uh, once our label mates apparently was serious. Really? But I've seen, yeah, Opie and Anthony was on serious. I've seen Kev with Opie and Anthony. I've seen him on shit, even with Joe Rogan when Joe Rogan was popping. There's a level of comfort on Bill Burr's podcast. Like there's a level of comfort where Kev gets out of his superstar bag, mm -hmm. which is my favorite Kev. And, I, and this is my personal shit. Of course, Kev is, come on. You just got to shut up when you're at that level about certain things. Mm -hmm. He's just amazing in that bag. And now that he's surpassed everything, like, what more do you need? I'm just trying get to back into the Kev that I've watched on a, but why do you where you look the most comfortable. Well, why do you keep saying get back to it like he's not in that bag already? Did you watch the first season of this? Yeah. You know, you feel like he didn't ask like the questions that you wanted him to ask? Not the ones that I know he would ask from the class of comedians that I know he's from. Okay. And I'm not talking about comedy. I'm just right. talking about that deep psychological fucking stand-up dark bag well, you know that, that I know Kev is from. Well, you guys do interviews. You know that it's not always up to you what you ask because you can, people, especially superstars of this magnitude, oh. walk in and say, this is off limits, this is off limits, this is off limits. We're not talking about this. But great, see, I think great, great I think fucking point. With Kev. I don't think Kev receives a lot of that from the people that he sit down with. I don't think they give him a long list of, I don't want to talk about that, I don't want to talk about that. Like, I don't I, I don't think so. I think that- Well, they, that's because they assume that he knows not to ask about this. That, that's a great point. And that's why I- specifically brought up Pete in that conversation because Pete is a comedian and Pete has a, a comics brain and is friends with Kev so they can actually get in that conversation and they're both superstars and can know where that line can be drawn he's been Rockefeller Films since 01 him and Jay could have a real conversation not that bullshit David Letterman conversation that was on Netflix yeah. like I don't need to see another superstar talk to another superstar Kev and Jay have known each other forever but that's why you have don't to wait. give me the retirement. And I'm not saying that's what that is. Right. I know that was the clip to promote. Come on, I'm not stupid. I just know that they know each other and they both share a crazy amount of success. That's six, I can't even speak. Success. And sex sex. And whatever well, word that I mean, is. they're both married. Yeah. Um, and you know, people that marry don't really fuck that much. No, they don't. <laughs> um, it's terrible. 
I would just like to see Kev take this opportunity to be the conversationalist that I know Kev could really be. Mm-hmm. That's all. I think we'll get that. I think that um, doing Brian Cranston, I know you're on the same movie with him, and I love that movie too. But you're not gonna get that was a great movie. Well, great it was a remake. Fucking great, no, it was great a remake. Great remake. Yeah, no, that really was a good movie. Just I look. I want to see Kev getting his bag, man. Like I love to see people become superstars and then also go back to their roots because it's now it's like everything's free. I think Hove is doing that now. I think I think four forty four was that. I think this is exactly what Kevin Hart is doing with this um this heart to heart show. I think this is him. You know, just sitting now kicking it with <clears throat> with people that he has a real relationship with, uh, real friends. And I'm just talking about a bunch of shit that they probably would talk about if the cameras mm. weren't rolling. So and I'm this excited. Is supportive. Did I not sound supportive? No, no, no. You sound supportive. You sound like you just want. Uh, you sound like a fan, and I don't mean that in a. You sound like you yeah, want no, to, yeah. You sound like you want to uh, know. You know, deep dark shit. I know your brain gets deep and dark. No, you it's just know relatable shit. You want to know if everybody hears the voices that you hear at night in your head? We do. I promise you, you're the only one that and hears I think, those voices. I, no, I think Kev, Pete, and Hove all hear the same voices. We all hear the voices. <laughs> I've heard Dominican yelling all through my childhood upstairs, sixth Mom. floor. No, you hear the voices. You no, never, you never get them out your head. Eden sends me voice notes all the time. All the time. Do you? Yo, yeah, you a voice no. notes? You look like a voice notes guy. He's uh, not. Season two of Heart to Heart, I, don't, I believe July 20, I want to say 9th. I believe. I believe I saw that. I'm sorry if it's not. Somewhere in July. Season two is premiering oh, today. Today. July 14th. Today. Yes. Look at me. Look at me. Just, you know what I mean? This is why they pay me the big okay. bucks. Uh, well, how do you feel about Pete saying he wants to be a dad? Oh, we should watch this. I believe that Pete, you know, he's at that age where he probably, you know. I, well, he got four stepkids right now. Oh they're my not gosh. stepkids. They're not, they're not stepkids. Okay, they're not married. Four <laughs> bonus kids right now. It's not bonus his bonus kids, kids either. Those are crazy. His, his fucking kids. You think PB and Ellie is my kids? I've been <laughs> I've, I've been critical of, of Kanye and how he's reacting to some of that stuff. But if somebody called my your kids, the, 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 the new dude is my kids. Up. Is his bonus kids? Yeah, nah. I'm a fight. Yeah. yeah, you can't do that. I'm a fight. So now I understand why Kanye acts the way he acts because people are saying they things like, "Oh, you got my bonus kids." That's crazy. Uh, so yeah, season two available now. Peacock, heart to heart. Um, I'll definitely watch it because season season one was really home. good. Tony Siriso, the actor known for his role as Paulie in The Sopranos, has died at seventy nine. Sopranos portrayed wisecracking gangster Paulie Walnuts Gualtieri on the HBO hit The Sopranos. He died Friday in Florida. Mm. Uh, I meant to mention that the last uh, episode. Yeah, uh, man. One, Paulie from The Sopranos, man. And not even just... Some the, of the best hair in the business. Just not The Sopranos. Yeah. Well, that too. He had the wings. Yeah. Not just Sopranos. Um, He was on one of my, my favorite movies uh, that I don't think gets too much credit, but the uh, Gotti HBO movie, not the Gotti one with John mm-hmm. Travolta. The mm-hmm. HBO one, I think, is, is one of my favorite movies ever. Um, He was in Goodfellas for a second. Yeah. But, um. He was he he was one of those that lived his rhymes. I don't know if people really know that. Like, mm-hmm. he was a consultant, <laughs> <laughs> and they say, "Yo, you should act." Damn. Um. Yeah. He he was really that, and he was an amazing actor. Uh, by far, I probably the most. Uh, I hate the word polarizing, but sometimes that's the only way to describe shit. He was the most polarizing character outside of Tony on that show. Like he yeah. he was the one. Yeah. Um. You you could have other favorite characters, but Polly like he was the one that was just stole every fucking scene. 
no matter what was going on. And again, some of the best hair in the business. Rest in peace, Paulie. Tony Siriso. And uh, shit, we just talked about the Sopranos uh, last episode. Mm-hmm. He might have killed Tony. What? No. Come on, man. I, look, I, I don't. I don't mind doing the deep thinking shit, and but sometimes we gotta just be like, all right, no. Come on, why? <laughs> he turned down Tony in the last episode to take over the whole construction business. Said, hey, I'm I'm kind of out of this shit, man. I don't really want to do this. He was he was treated like shit. He was the oldest person in the entire crew. Mm-hmm. Constantly was just told to kill everyone. Never really moved up or down. Like he was just never got his credit. Tony used to fucking fetch his sandwiches. Yeah, man. So you believe Paulie whacked Tony? Maybe. Hey. Or uh, along with a few other people? He maybe had had enough. Uh, I mean, it's not impossible. Uh, it's not, it's not so. my theory, but I can see that theory. Uh, rest in peace to Ivana Trump. Uh, prayers and condolences to the Trump family. Ivana Trump passes away at the age of 73. How do you think she felt when Ivanka came in? I don't want to joke during uh, someone passing away, but 73, uh, God bless. I really hope I live to to see 73. Uh, And I hope people joke about my death. You hope people joke about my You got to think that call came in when Trump went public with Ivanka. You know she called and was like, really? Bruh, it's what? Ivanka? One letter off. That's crazy. You know he got a call from Ivana on his phone and said, Ivanka? Really? <laughs> See, I think the opposite. I think Trump was so past that that he knew the difference immediately. Never made that mistake. I don't think he made the mistake. I just want to know what her reaction was when... Oh, I mean, you know she... You've I mean, dated but, a woman? Yeah, but... The, but the... <laughs> you know, yes. Can you imagine if, if it was one letter difference? And she, was young, and she was young enough to be her granddaughter? Yuck! <laughs> yeah, that got to That got You know, different. you know. I'm here to stick up for Ivana. You know, Ivana went crazy. Yeah, yeah, she definitely. I mean, she got a pretty. She got a pretty settlement though. She, 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 she lived a. Uh, uh, she lived a great God life. God damn. Ego though. Fourteen million in 1992. Take it. I'd be sucking the wrong dicks. Okay. Sorry. I, nah, thought- I mean, rest in peace, Ivana Trump. Just talk about dick sucking as I say, rest in peace, Steve <laughs> Trump. I mean, I don't know. Thank you, you guys so much for tuning in to the new Rory and Maul podcast. I'm Rory, um, that's Maul. Yeah, man. So what about the weekend? What we doing, Rory? <laughs> where we going? Yeah, Rory, where are you going? I just really thing? want to know what that conversation was. <laughs> what? What was that com- what was your conversation like when you dated? No, I was just about to say, like, I was trying to figure out what uh would rhyme with Sam that would be a, another name? Ham? Uh, no. Um, that would be another woman's name? Pam. There Can you, you imagine Pam. if I just dated a Pam? Like, next? <laughs> yeah, that's not good. You know you getting that call. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, That's definitely an argument. That's definitely a really, like... During a settlement, too? You piece of shit. Like that's somebody with an ego and some fucking confidence. That motherfucker Trump said, "Yeah, let me, or fi- let me find lo- a chick I- with the same name that could be her granddaughter." Or I love a better version of you. What's worse, a, the, almost the same name, or they look exactly the same? What's worse? Yeah, looking exactly the same. Yeah, if, that's if, kind if, of weird. If Rory would have yeah, got uh, what you call it, it would have been bad. 
That's weird as fuck. Because you can't tell me my soulmate wouldn't have been Pam. But if they look the same, yeah, that's that's kind of weird. Now you yeah, you're going, the in, you're same, going in like weird your territory. New, your new your new partner looking like what if you have a type? Yeah, you could have a type, but you can't have a, a fucking replica. Yeah, like, <laughs> that shit is odd. Like I can't. Yeah, like, whatever your parents named you is out of my jurisdiction. But their genetics, yeah. If I now I'm being weird. Um, I know my answer, but I, I it would be a conversation with with the new wife. Do you go to the funeral and is the new wife going? Um, I think yes, because you funeral is all about paying respects. Sure. And no matter personal things, private things, there should always be respect for the dead. So Agreed. yes, if you're married and have moved on and your ex-wife passes away, you absolutely come to the funeral with your new wife. Like she has to pay her respects to your ex-wife. Y'all I'm have children. This, this sounds, have children together. This sounds like a very Twitter conversation, but let's Funerals have it. Let's are, have for it. are you going to your your if you're with a girl right now, are you going to her ex's funeral? Like your last ex? Because I am, by the way. Her ex? I'll get my answer out of the way. Her ex? Yes. If like you are with a girl and her ex dies and she's like, yo, I want to go to the funeral. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. there, I'm right, there cool. for emotional support for my lady. Right. Yeah. I'm surprised. Because yeah. I'm doing What if she cry real hard? Let her cry. She loved this person. What if she yeah, my, my ego is not like that, He's dog. He's gone. Okay. I'm shocked. Because yeah. I'm, I'm going. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going. Absolutely. I'm going. Yeah. Like, did you I'm think I would going. not go? Of course I would yes, go. Yes, I did not think nah, you would not I would go. go. Unless I ain't fucking. And I think you would break up with her. Nah. Why are you crying? Y'all think I'm a piece of shit. You fucking hoe. Nah, nah, nah. Yo, you crying over another dude? Nah, I'm not like that. Nah, if it's my if it's my girlfriend, like, and it's like. Yeah. Now, if what if they wasn't official? Now, if if she if she used oh, to date, really if she used to date Devin Booker and we watching the game and he fucking God forbid blows his Achilles and she starts crying, oh then we gonna have a fucking argument. <laughs> Wait, what? But if he dies, even get there? I'm just saying, like if her ex if her ex dies, like I'm not mad that she's crying Poor at her Devin. ex passing away. But if he tears his ACL and you start crying because he's out for the season, okay. Oh, what if, what fucking... if what if Devin Booker's mothers die and she wants to go to the funeral? Okay. And that's her ex? Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. they, they know each other. They were in each other's lives. But what if she like Devin depressed, Booker's depressed? Uh, like mothers? she depressed for months. Like she can't get out of bed. Nah, we 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 got seven days for that and then we snapping the pot of that. Seven days and yeah, I lost my homie. Back. That took me seven days. I got over it. This was my well, man. everybody has a different grieving process. Well, nah, for, you got seven days to grieve. Then we gotta get back to living. Like what, All right, what if what if it she just what, what if she used to like just casually fuck homie and he dies and she wants to go to the funeral and she's like, Mo. Like this was just one of my, you know, <laughs> nah. little little nah mean pieces. Nah, nah, I need nah, your support you though. Nah, nah, we're not doing that. Yeah. I be loving my nah mean pieces. Though. I was about to that. say, if we're one of my non mean pieces dies, going, I'm gonna be crying at that nah, fucking funeral. We're not doing <laughs> that. And I would love for you my girl to support row? me through this. You gonna be front row? We not. No, whoa, whoa. I was nah. a non mean piece. I know my not place. Somebody that you I'm in the back of the church. You was just smashing every now and again. No, you're not going to that. Nah, what if they asked five? Nah, we you're not going to that funeral. Would you? Would you go to one though? Some, like if I was just having casual sex with a, a woman for a while, and that was like, come on, you have a nominee. Yeah, I would go, but I'm just saying, I'm not. My girl can't go to a nigga. She was just casually smashing. But you could go, but to, you could to go. your shorties. Yeah, that's a fact. I love her. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's different. Now I could go. I could go to my little chick that I was just, you know, we had a little a sexual relationship. That was it. I could go to, but you can't go to no nigga funeral that was just smashing you. Like, nah. <laughs> Or you can't go and expect me to go with you. Nah, I wouldn't even want no, you to no, go yeah, with me don't anyway. Come with me. Like, you might be able to go because it's like, man, whatever. All right. 
But I'm gonna definitely be in the house. That's why that nigga dead. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna have to eat I'm more. Gonna definitely get that. More. I'm sick like that sometimes. I don't give a fuck. That's fine. Yeah. We're all sick. It ain't like he could fuck. That's Whoa. over. Oh wow. 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 It's over. Wow. It is what it wow. is. Yeah, good. You wanna go to this funeral, go to this funeral. I know we I know what else gonna be nah, stiff when you, you get back though. Nah, because she got pop, you ever get in an argument like that nigga death, yeah. And nah, I'm still thinking about that day. Nah, you can't nah, you can't nah, use you can't that's use that mean. in the argument. That's yeah, that's fucking that's, like, that's a key, yeah. that's crazy. That's that's like yo, yeah, yeah. Do y'all really like each other if y'all right. tell me like that? I told a lie once. <laughs> Don't tell me you said one of your pieces died and No, God, no. I'm not that type of liar. I lied. I don't lie like that. I went to a a ex's grandmother's funeral when I was with somebody once. Okay. And I may or may not have put the suit in the car and changed. Never mind. That's not bad. No, nah, forget it. No, why? I feel bad just telling it. No, that's not. I don't. I personally don't think that's bad. I don't think that's bad. I threw the suit in the backseat of the car and left the crib with regular clothes on and then changed into my funeral outfit and went to an ex's grandmother's funeral. I wasn't, I was not fucking that girl no more. That was my homie. But I out of like... It's weird when you say out of respect because that's disrespectful. Did you meet her grandma? Yes. Okay, so then yeah, I get it. But I just didn't want to put somebody in that position, which in retrospect, I would have just now been like, hey, I, you know, I met this woman and like, just want to go show love. Like, um, you think she would have been pissed? Of course. That's why I lied. But see, that just lets me, you were with a wrong <laughs> That's why I lied. You were with the wrong person. Yo, we have to lie I about the understand wrong that. Shit. I know. That's what's As so crazy. Yo, men, yo, we have to lie about the Ma, wrong I had not shit, fucked this yo. girl in 10 years. Like, oh, th- she was not a threat to nothing. Like, that was just a big part of my life. And I yeah. was just like, damn, I want to go, but just know you and you're going to be weird about it. Mm. And you already had some weird thought in your head that we were still fucking when we, I, on God, was not. So I had, oh so I God. had to do, yo, you know you how fucking weird protect- I felt about lying about going to a funeral? You, you had to, like to yeah. throw a black suit in a back seat <laughs> yeah. of a car and walk out in gym shorts like, hey, just headed to the gym. Like, <laughs> no, you know, you know what like, you had to, you know what that felt like? But you had to do that because, again, you was protecting your current yeah. girl's feelings, like. I didn't. Up. I did not want to lie about it. Women though. say they want honesty from men, but they of really course don't. they don't want honesty. No, yeah, Are you they crazy? They don't want that. And I think uh, she's probably listening and putting two and two together now. Yikes! It doesn't matter. Hey, but no, of course <laughs> it doesn't matter now. But it's weird the shit you have to lie about. Girls gotta yeah. stop tripping about stupid shit. Like that's so stupid. That's stupid shit. Speaking Girls gotta stop man. tripping is the funniest thing ever. Man. Did you guys watch uh, Bill Burr's new special? Since we're talking about comedy, no, we have yeah, not. Yeah, I'm so mad. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Uh, it's exactly what I want from Bill Burr at his age. Ah, uh, I know what that means. So yeah, what else is uh on the on the on the list this weekend? What are we doing? What are you doing? How about that? Yo, uh, I do you want to go take... to Toronto? When? Not this weekend. Drake announced his uh. Oh yes. I, I wouldn't call it OVO fest because it's not because he said he wants to put that Universal. I see what he's doing. I respect it. Great marketing. Mm-hmm. He's doing the OVO World Weekend. This is the way to promote and pop off the World Tour. He's going to do an OVO fest. Which I love. Without even seeing this lineup, um, Thursday I definitely want to go to, and this is no disrespect to Chris Brown and Lil Baby. I just don't particularly care. What about August? Wayne, Nikki, and Drake Young Money reunion. I would, I, I'll go to Toronto for that. And during that weekend, Carabana weekend, however you want to pronounce it, I'm white. <laughs> Really, we hadn't. Noticed. Everyone pronounces it differently. I'm going off what Torontans. 
pronounce it as? Torontons. Torontons? You mean Canadians? <laughs> Torontons. <laughs> Sixons. Sixons. The Sixers. Um, yeah, this is a good lineup. I oh, want to know what the all-Canadian North Star shit is going to be. I have this in the weekend. All-Canadian North Stars? Drake, maybe maybe we get a Glenn Lewis set? I feel like that's the most obvious one. If Glenn Lewis does not come out on the all-Canadian yeah. shit, if Cardinal doesn't come out on that shit, mm-hmm. don't pull up Ryan Gosling. Uh, oh, my God. Sandra Oh is from Canada? Most actors in that shit. Celine Dion The Rock is, is not from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> he's not from... He, he's wait, from Tijuana. He's that's from Tijuana. Wait, I know where The Rock is from. All these people are from Canada? He's from Tijuana. Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> He might have been. No, uh, he was I would, born I would in Canada. Hope. Oh no, he wasn't born in Canada. So. Damn it! Why do people? Does why? he bring out Tory Lanez? His Ooh, dad was nah. born in Nova Scotia. Uh, why? Of course. Well, oh. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, no. Don't say of course so quickly. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was just going off the the music, but of course, if you're going off the music, I you have to bring out Tory Lanez. Canadian, Canadian also. Yeah, but I don't. You know, Drake is very. I don't know if he's gonna. St- it's just tough because with because around this time, when is this? All, all July, July twenty eighth. This shit oh, so is around the corner, bro. Yeah, I don't know. It's in two weeks. The all Canadian North Star should be interesting though. That would be interesting to to see who he brings out for that. Chris Brown, a little baby, is gonna be dope. That's gonna be. I mean, Chris Brown said is always dope. Little baby got that little baby verse. That's his best verse, man. Damn. That wants and needs verse from Lil Baby. That shit is, is so fucking yeah, he went insane. Off. He went off, but that in a minute is special. That's his best verse by far. Uh, important verse too. Shit, I like what he was saying on there. Um, I fuck with little baby. I like little baby a lot. All right, so yeah, I don't know what I'm doing this weekend. Uh, probably go to the movies. Uh, maybe can we catch- go see Black Phone? Let's go see it. We could go see Black Phone. I want to catch the Yankees Red Sox is here this weekend. I want to catch one of those games for sure. Does Drake bring out snow? Oh, yeah. I think so. No, not Snow Allegra. She's young. Um, so yeah, man, we'll talk to y'all soon. Be safe this week and have fun. Uh, I'm that nigga, he's just ginger. Peace. No worries, mouth. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.